0: And it it's time once again for Becca and Millhaven. Just saying, I'm Tom Becca.
1: I'm a I'm McGraw Milhaven, and we are using the new baseball rules. So we have bigger bases for the show, and we have a talk clock. Tom can't talk for 25 minutes. He has to stop and let me talk once in a while.
0: Oh, yeah, like that's never been a problem. Like that's never been a problem. Where's your camera? Why aren't you on? Why am I not seeing you?
1: Oh, I have to turn the camera on now?
0: Well, that's sort of how it works. Yeah, there you go.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Are you new to all of this?
1: well we the, uh, the the camera is only for you and me
0: i know i know but you know i want to you know see your facial expressions and you know you're wearing your card. oh hey oh use all your fingers um you, you're uh, number 1 you're uh, you're wearing your uh, your cardinals uh uniform today huh spring training
1: i'm we- wearing my cardinal hoodie today yes i am i'm baseball's- ready man baseball's back baby
0: i'm ready for it i am so ready for it uh yeah spring is you know coming around and uh yeah i am ready i am ready for baseball um uh so anyway so you were talking to me when we were talking before we started this thing about some stuff going on in st louis and you brought up a real interesting point and i hate to admit that you actually brought up a really interesting point so tell the people what you were just telling me
1: okay so um uh you're in omaha i'm in st louis this is a podcast it's also airs on uh, ktrs on uh, thursday nights and St. Louis is getting some maybe you've seen it nationally, but locally it's been a big story. We've had a couple of uh, car accidents in which visitors have been maimed. We had a car accident in which uh, eight teenagers were in a car that flipped over uh, and was hit by another car. Four people died. And then uh, there was another story of a man, homeless man, sitting on on a on a on a sidewalk. And another man comes up and executes him. And they have video of this basically execution in the middle of the day in downtown St. Louis, they have video of the car uh, being flipped over and these, these um, four teenagers dying. And my point was, is stop sanitizing the news. The news organizations are, are showing you maybe a screenshot of the man walking up in the execution saw, but not actually showing him shooting. Um, They have some of the video of the car crashes, but they're not showing it. Um, They are editing it. They're they're sanitizing it. And my point is stop sanitizing the news. We need to know what's going on. And sometimes the news is brutal. Sometimes the news isn't for children. And you can go and get it on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. Um, But it seems like people want to live in their own little matrix world with their blinders on. And I was shocked by how many people called up the show and text the show who didn't want to really see the news. They would no, we don't want to see it. No, no, no. Matter of fact, they, 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 they would much rather have it sanitized for them.
0: Well, no, hold on a second. Okay. But if we see all of this, does it desensitize us to the point where, you know, it doesn't really matter? You know, I, and, and I, I bring up this point because uh, a friend of mine posted, uh, sent me a, a picture of what's going on in Ukraine. All right. Now, we see, we see the bombed out buildings. We see... The, uh, you know, the, the people in line or the refugees leaving, you know, trying to take everything on their back that they own and uh, go into another country. We see that. What we don't see is what this picture that she sent and me showed. It was the inside of that bombed out building where there were a bookcase that was all books all over the place. And a uh, and just a bloody hand, just the hand it wasn't it wasn't the body, just the bloody hand. Among all the rubble. And I saw that. it's like, yeah, you're right. We don't see that on the news. But if we saw that on the news day after day after day, would we become desensitized to it? Because I'll tell you, when I see those bombed out buildings, I, you know, it's like, oh, that's too bad. But that ain't that ain't my house. You know, and and, and I mean, I feel bad for the people who are afraid. And that, you know, I mean, I also know there's only so much I can do. You can donate to uh, charity funds and to help out those that are, um, you know, in need. But... Overall, you know, it's like, okay, that's going on way over there. And I mean, if we saw the video, if we saw the video of that guy that got shot in the back of the head yesterday in St. Louis, if we see that video, what good comes from that? What what does that actually we know the guy died. What does that actually prove? What does that actually show? Well well
1: then why have pictures at all? What what do what why have any video with a news story? If it doesn't help tell the story, Uh, why, why show the Rodney King video? Why show the, why show the, 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 the George Floyd video? Why, why show any of it?
0: Why show the, why show the planes going into the world trade center?
1: Right. Somebody called up on the show and made this point. Uh, It was a city resident who was, I mean, there's a lot of frustration going on in St. Louis right now, but this guy called up and said, uh, let's go back to the Vietnam war. And when the girl ran down the street on fire, naked, full of napalm, and the other story of the general shooting the other Viet Cong in the head that was broadcast live on television, that's when people got serious about the opposition to the war in Vietnam, and that changed policy. So those videos, unsanitized, changed the course of the Vietnam War because people saw it and it wasn't sanitized.
0: And the government will let us see the flag draped caskets of uh, soldiers who have died uh, in service. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look. Why can't? Why is Tucker Carlson the only one allowed to see the January sixth video? Why, why? Why does he get special access to it? And the rest, we need him to tell us what we can and can't see.
0: Oh, don't get me started on that. Well, don't I mean, so I mean, started I mean, on it's, that.
1: It's 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 if we're supposed to have an opinion on gun policy and crime. And everything else we better see it we we are mature enough and if if you i don't want emerson to see it so you make sure the kid's not in the room but you know what she's watching it on facebook she's watching it on instagram now i gotta go to instagram or twitter to find this video that my local news channels won't show me
0: so you want to see all those dead bodies in that school you want to see those kids? The, the, the blood, the blood of those kids. Yeah.
1: They're- no, I, I, I don't. I mean, I. It's not like I'm a a, a somebody who's a, a seeking gory videos for the fun of it. But it's I want to see this execution style because it happened in my hometown, and and I'm supposed to know what's going on. And you're we're supposed to be, um, you know, commentators on our own hometown. And if 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 you're not going to tell me the whole story. How can I report on the whole story? How can I make a true, honest assessment if I don't see the whole story?
0: Okay, but well now what you're talking about? Now what you what you saw there? What what happened there in St. Louis? You say a guy got shot in the back of the head. Kind of sounds like it was a targeted hit, you know, like a mafioso type of a, of a thing. Maybe a I, I don't know if
1: it, it was an accident or 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 they had an argument and uh, this 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 guy was already wounded. And he was sitting on the street corner, and the, the, this other guy came up and sort of finished him off. I mean, it was it was execution style. It was it was brutal.
0: Okay, so 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 you have just described what happened. In my mind, I have seen that. How do I benefit? How does society benefit if I actually see the video as to what I just saw in my mind?
1: So you don't want to watch a baseball game. You only want to hear it on the radio. Well,
0: you don't I, wanna... I, I, I like this. You don't know what on the radio.
1: You don't know. Yeah, but you. But you. I'm not saying radio is not fine, but um, you watch a lot of baseball on TV. go
0: Hold on hold on, a second. I'm not going to let you get away with this. Nice try, though. Nice try and try to diffuse it and, and, and try to deflect. Nice try, but I'm not letting you get away with that because a baseball game, a baseball game is not um, uh, the same as some guy getting shot in the back of the head. What good is it to society to actually see the blood, the guts, the actual bullet go through his brain?
1: Maybe nothing, but why does the news person get to decide what I can and can't see?
0: Well, okay. Look, you and I decide what we can and cannot talk about on this podcast. I mean, the the the, the people that distribute it, the people that are the ones that are. Uh, and by the way, I don't necessarily think it's the the news people so much as the viewers. Can you imagine? Look, you've been in media long enough. Can you imagine the the protests, the advertisers that would back why out why if they are they, they not that?
1: protesting? Are they not protesting Twitter for? Or, or Facebook for airing live murders. They have they have mass shooters who broadcast on 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 Facebook live. I don't see anybody protesting
0: Facebook. But is that but okay, but is that to the betterment of society? Are we are we better off because of that? No, my point is, it's news. Well, it's go- news. It is, and we still get the story. We still get the story. We know that the guy. Well, got we killed. we
1: just disagree then. We, we just disagree. If if you want a sanitized version of the news in your home every day, fine. I don't.
0: I don't want sanitized news, but at the same time, I don't. Well, know that's what, what
1: you're, you're arguing for.
0: No, no, no. What I'm arguing for are the facts. Okay, and this is uh, uh, there was another another senseless gun violent murder. Okay. Do I need to see, you know, the, the blood to, to actually... Well, if you don't need to see the murder, then you don't need to
1: see the police officers standing around. You don't need to see the police tape. You don't need to need the police chalk. You don't need to see the news reporter standing up in front of the police cruiser. You don't need to hear the police chief talking about it. You don't need any of that. Just just have a newsreader reading it.
0: Now you're just being now you're just being silly. No, now you're no,
1: just... you're saying you're saying I don't need to see the video. Then I don't need any of that. I just okay. need someone to tell me somebody was shot execution style in downtown St. Louis. Oh, Next okay. story.
0: would you would you agree Would you agree with me that when they showed the video of uh, the cops on George Floyd's neck, that that was not sanitized video, right? Would you agree with me on that? I, I, I yes, I would say that that was a I mean they didn't would show also all of it, agree, but yeah. would you also agree with me on what I say that that was for the betterment of society in that we saw the actions of a police force uh, against an African-American man. And although there were riots and everything that went along with that, overall, overall, it was for the betterment of society because a cop did not get away with murdering uh, a a citizen. So for the betterment of society, that video was there. What is the betterment of society of seeing the the gangland-style shooting there in St. Louis?
1: Maybe nothing. Maybe something. I don't know. I'm certainly I, I would say that there are some people who wish that George Floyd video wasn't out there. Um, maybe nothing. Maybe nothing comes with it. Maybe maybe enough people are so detested by the violence out there and the sheer randomness of it that uh, it changes a law or it's, it makes people rethink something. It, it, who knows? I have no idea. People but are already uh, tuning my, out the news. People are already tuning out the news. Yeah. The news? They yeah and more? they're going to Facebook to get the real news i just don't look this is a this is a heartbreaking story that's going on in st louis and it is a continuing story i don't like the news sanitized unfortunately news is bad and if you want to live through life in the matrix where blinders on and i don't want to see any bad news because i i know it's out there i just don't want to see it okay
0: fine I got, well, look, we got to take a break here for your radio station. Gonna take a break here, but when we come back, I want to I want to address it a little bit because you know what? Uh, you, you say the news, you don't want to sanitize, but I would also say the news actually gives us sort of a, a distorted view of what life is really like. And your idea of just showing this violence, I think, gives us even a more distorted view. And I will make that point in just a moment. But time for a quick break here on the big five fifty, KTRS. Three to we are back back in Millhaven just saying and uh by the way if you're listening on the podcast or if you're listening on the radio and you missed some of the podcast so you want to uh, listen to it again we are available wherever you get your podcasts available on uh iheart available on spotify available on uh itunes pretty much wherever you get your podcast we are available and uh, so give us a listen uh, subscribe like us all that stuff and uh, join us every thursday with a new podcast. Okay. So here, here, here's the point that I'm trying to make here, okay? If all you knew about St. Louis was what you saw on the news about St. Louis, and if what you're seeing about on the news in St. Louis are people getting their heads blown off, you're going to have a distorted view of what St. Louis is. Is there a crime problem in St. Louis? Yes, there is. There's a crime problem in Omaha. You know, there's a crime problem in Chicago, and the mayor got blown out for that, Okay. So, yeah, there are are crime problems, all right? But if all you're seeing are the crime problems on the news, you're missing out on the fact that, you know, you and your lovely uh, daughter Emerson, you know, go to Disney on Ice or something, you know? You're missing out on the fact that, you know, you've got uh, families that are, you know, getting their kids educated in good schools and are having good productive lives. You're missing out on the beauty of a spring day in the park. You're missing out on a lot of the other stuff that goes along with St. Louis. If all you're seeing are the you know if, if your only perception of what is going on is what you see on the news so you know if you're seeing this what you're what you're talking about what you're talking about and, and showing the uh uh you know the the door and the blood the gore and all that it just gives you a more distorted view of the new, of what St. Louis is really like does it not
1: yes yes <laughs> every yes it does i mean by by definition a camera points in a certain direction. You're only seeing the point of view that the camera is giving you at that at that time. Yes. Everything is everything has it. everything has a point of view. You and I are coming at this from our backgrounds. We are giving it uh, this and looking at it through our own prism, through our own um our own uh, biases and everything else. Yes. That's yeah. the yes. But but the only if if you think as a news director that an execution style murder in downtown st louis is a story and you have video that can accompany that story don't sanitize what you're telling me the story is now look we also know that sometimes it's only a story because it's video. If yeah. the George Floyd video wasn't out there, it wouldn't have been a story. If um uh, re- uh, uh Larry King, who who was the um uh, um can't we all just get along? What was that guy's name? Uh, Rodney King, right? Rodney King, yeah. If, Larry if King. The, if the Rodney <laughs> If the Rodney King video weren't a video, it wouldn't be a story, right? So there's only stories because there's video. Yes, it's we, biased. We, yes. I, if you're going to tell me the story, tell me the story. And it's such an important story as crime and violence in the country is today, including St. Louis. Don't sanitize it. Tell me the story because I think you're doing a disservice as a journalist or a video journalist, not okay. telling, holding things well, back because I can't, I can't handle the truth.
0: One more point on this, then we'll move on to other things. There's other things I want to talk about here. Okay. We all saw 9/11, and, and and to your point about it's a story because of the video. 9/11 would have been a story regardless, but I wonder if we would have gone into a, a rat uh, if there wasn't that video. We didn't see the video time and time and again of those buildings coming down. However, however, we did not see. They sanitized to the point where we did not see the people jumping out of the building. Okay, we did not see the people jumping out of the building. So was that was 9/11 sanitized, or did you want to see? The people jumping out of the building. Well, I,
1: I would tell you that I think nine eleven was planned as a um, – it, it, they didn't go to Des Moines, Iowa to bring down the buildings. They went to the media capital of the world specifically because they wanted video. They picked that at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning so that the world was watching and the world was able to see the the the, the horror of it all well, that's I, why I mean, it was planned that way
0: but but let's face it everybody and their brothers got a camera these days there would have been video of it happening in Des Moines too
1: i know well but it was 20 years ago so 20 years ago not everybody had a uh, camera
0: maybe maybe so, maybe so maybe so okay well i you know it, 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 it it's interesting to see uh you know just with everything out there, what what do we see and what don't we see? And that's just it, you know. And, and and here's the thing: everybody talks about the bias in the media, right? Nobody talks about the bias in the consumers of the media. And you and I were just sort of talking about this in, in, in a strange way. In that, in that, you know, okay, you think that it's it's sanitized too much. That's your bias. I'm thinking that you know maybe we don't need to see all this stuff. That's my bias. We've all got a bias when we consume the media. We can all see the same thing. And come up with a different view of, of, of what it should be. And I've got no problem with that whatsoever. What I have a problem is with, though, is when uh, people talk about, uh, you know, things that aren't based in fact.
1: Well, how about how about your buddy Rupert Murdoch? Oh, we can. can, can I, I, look, I, I know everyone's talking about this from they can't believe the agenda driven politics by Fox. What I can't believe is, is this guy senile? Why is he admitting that the only reason why he was allowing his stars to lie on Fox was to get ratings? I mean, talk about an agenda-driven news organization.
0: Well, because he's under oath. He's under oath, and there's a little thing called perjury. And there's a, you know, I mean, no, I mean, no. no, I mean,
1: there's a a way to shed these, there's a way to not answer these stories. He's basically giving Dominion $2 billion.
0: Well- yeah, well, I I'd grant you that, you know, and and then and you'd still got you still got you know Hannity, and you still got Tucker Carlson, and and when you got Kevin McCarthy giving every night, uh, uh, yeah, every uh, January sixth video to Tucker Carlson after the guy has admitted that he was lying, you know, how how do you how do you do that? How do you give?
1: Well, you want sanitized news, so you're in favor of that. You don't want to see. You don't want to see all the real January six audit video.
0: Well, no, no. You I want saw, it, you want look, it sanitized. I don't know. First of all, there's we saw a lot of unsanitized video on that. So don't give me this. I want it sanitized. But I, what I don't want, I don't want, I don't want people knowing where all the uh, all the cameras are. I don't want people knowing where all the agents are. I don't want people knowing where the uh, uh, the congressmen and senators went hiding. I don't think. I don't think we need to know that stuff. Do you?
1: No, no, I don't. But okay. actually, I want to talk about something. I want. I want to talk about something. Something else. What? Um, well, don't be snarky with me. You're going on vacation for two weeks. And yes. so I have to, my shoulders are broad enough to carry the weight of this podcast for the next two weeks. While well, you're gallivanting through the, uh, whale countryside,
0: I'm countryside. the Wales countryside. i countryside.
1: Um So last night I saw To Kill a Mockingbird.
0: Ah, oh, I saw when
1: it was here in Omaha, yes. Yes, and uh, they just debuted here in St. Louis. And um, I, I tell you, and I, I brought this up because I know you saw it. And maybe many in the audience haven't seen the, the play version of it, but they've seen the movie and they've, they've read the book. And um, forget, forget the, the, the actual play and how Aaron Sorkin changed it around. We can talk about that. But while I was watching the play last, last night, there's a scene where Tom, the African-American who's falsely accused of, of abusing a white girl and Richard Thomas, John Boy, playing Atticus Finch, say says uh, they're going to ask you, why did you go on the girl's property? And, and this African-American a- actor says uh, in the in the Tom's voice, right, the, uh, the character's voice, I felt sorry for. Her. And Atticus Finch says, no, 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 you, you can't. A black man in 1930s cannot feel sorry for a white woman. That's just unacceptable. And we have to soften that up and change it all around because that, that just can't be. And I was watching it and I was thinking to myself, boy, man's inhumanity to man knows no bounds, right? So here's this black man who felt sorry for this white, white woman. And he wasn't allowed to feel that way. And to save his life, he has to deny this feeling of feeling sorry of this white woman because A black man can't feel sorry for a white woman because that means he's somehow inferior or superior to this white woman. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, boy, that's, you know, man's inhumanity to man is really knows no bounds. And then instantaneously in my head, I thought up, boy, I wonder if this book should be allowed to be taught in high school. Because one, this whole critical race theory, which we talked about, but I don't know what it actually means, but it's showing man's inhumanity to man. But also, it shows a stereotypical uh, stereotypical Southern lifestyle of the ignorant farmer who never went to school, who doesn't know how to read, who's racist, who's a pedophile, right? It shows all these ignorant white people who can't justify the truth that a black man's innocent. I mean, it was so stereotypical and derogatory towards the South. It almost needs a disclaimer like this play does not stand the test of time like they do with Disney characters, right? Some of these cultural scenes are insensitive when we look at it through the prism of 2023.
0: Yeah, oh, so oh no wait. Okay. So now you want to sanitize a Broadway play. I don't know. I don't know. You want to no. sanitize a Broadway play, but you wanna see the blood and guts of I somebody don't, getting shot in the head. Now I don't want have, to do anything. Seen, I don't want just to see do... where mcgraw Millhaven is coming from. Yes. I don't want to do anything. I oh, was... no, don't, don't no, you want to sanitize. You want to say, hey, look, this is this is what it was like maybe years ago doesn't doesn't really hold up all that well in today's culture. No, but, it doesn't. It doesn't it it does. well look
1: look if 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 i'm watching pinocchio and disney has to put up a, a graphic that says there are some cultural insensitivities that you'll be seeing in this right and and please be aware that these things aren't acceptable anymore whatever however disney um you know crafts it this first of all i don't know if some people w- would want to ban to kill a mockingbird because um, if, if you want to feel, if you think white people, uh, should feel guilty or shouldn't feel guilty about their past sins of their race, then, then to, to kill a mockingbird should be 1A as not allowed to be read, but it's a great story.
0: Actually, actually, when, um, uh, they came to Omaha, I interviewed, uh, and I forget the actor's name. Uh, and I forget the character's name now, but he was the, uh, the older son. Play the older son uh, of Atticus Jim, Jim, Jim. Jim, yeah, yeah. he played yeah. Jim. Jim, and he, he, you said he said no. There have been some towns where there have uh, been uh, protests where people have protested the, um, uh, the play. You I know, believe And that's and, and that's, a, and that's a, what I find interesting here. Because you sort of touched on it a little bit. What I find interesting is when people say, you know, well, if we if we learn about, you know, how bad slavery really was, that that makes white people feel bad. I don't feel bad about that. I don't. I had nothing to do with it okay, I had nothing do I don't feel like I don't feel like it's a uh uh you know I had to, to defend my race because some people in the South were slave owners, you know uh or not even in the south. I mean Missouri was a slave state, you know um so you know i, I don't I don't feel though that if we talk about that, um I don't feel like I don't feel any guilt, I don't feel any any uh any shame I, you know I mean i'm not I'm not pleased with what. Some uh, some white people did, but I had nothing to do with it. No, know?
1: I I get that. But it was just it was it was I, I, if you're if if you're going to ban some of these other books, why isn't To Kill a Mockingbird right up there? But how can you ban To Kill a Mockingbird? Um, it's such a wonderful story. And, and yet at, in the same in the same breath, I thought, wow, they're really painting this this southern culture. And this southern town, as, as it was so stereotypical, right?
0: Have How you ever? Times? Wait, hold on. Is it no? Have you ever uh, like really spent a lot of time in the south? No, not not really. Okay, well, I have. You know, I, I was I used to live in Atlanta for a while, and I played when I was doing stand-up comedy. I played a lot of these uh, smaller uh, towns. Okay, there was a, a gig in euphoria Alabama. euphoria Alabama, Saturday night. I'm playing this bar, it was in a comedy club, it was a bar that did comedy night on Saturday. Places, patches, nothing else, nothing else to do, in you Alabama. I tell my first joke. You know, I, okay, the first joke goes, I get a good laugh, I get a good laugh, take a breath, ready to tell the second joke. As the laughter dies down from the back of the room, some guy yells, you're a effing Yankee. Okay. So so when you say this is stereotypical, I'm telling you, there are still people like that down there. Okay. Okay. well, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Big city boy, big city St. Louis boy. I'm telling you, you go to small town, you go to small town, southern towns, and there are people that are still like that.
1: Okay, that may be true. But I'm looking at this from the point of view of the Asian-Americans who are upset with how they're depicted or the Native Americans who are upset with how they're depicted, or pick a race, how they're depicted, and why the Cleveland Indians had to change their name because it was culturally insensitive to Native Americans. Are there some Native Americans who wear a headdress and who, you know, tomahawk chop? Yeah, sure, but it's a stereotypical view. My point is watching To Kill a Mockingbird on the the play They had, quote-unquote, stereotypical Southern people, which portrays everybody in the South as that way. And if we're
0: we're trying to be— No, 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 no. No, It portrayed those people at that point in time that way. And and that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. I mean, everything you just mentioned here, okay, Uh, whether it be— Look, I'm a Cleveland Indians fan. I was born and raised a Cleveland Indians fan. I have talked to Native Americans about the Indians, I have talked to them about it. I have talked to them about the caricature and everything. And you know what? I've talked to Native American activists that weren't upset by it. So you say that, you say that, oh, so so a handful of people are upset about it. And therefore, oh, that's everybody. It's not. Not every Republican uh is is uh, you know a, a January sixth apologist. You know, not every Democrat is uh, you know, wants to get rid of cars. You know, what I mean, but we have these. These these stereotypes, and we say, okay, so there's a, a loud person in that group that says it, so therefore everybody must be like that, and that's not true. I I agree
1: with you. I, I I I I get it, but in this culturally sensitive world, where you're not allowed to have a Japanese tourist with a camera around his neck because it's insensitive, right? Um, because it's too stereotypical, and that's not right. You you have this this play where i get there were some people who in the south are like that then and now but and i there are country lawyers that do the right thing and you know they had a, i just found it, it 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 was art and i saw it and it conjured up all of these interesting things in my head that we're dealing with now about a play that was set in 1936 do it yourself, was just really interesting
0: do yourself a favor do yourself a favor um I forget the name of the show, but Anna Gasteyer, formerly of Saturday Night Live, Anna Gasteyer is is the star of it. It's on NBC, so it's on Peacock, and it's about uh, an automobile uh, manufacturing company. And they are trying to play the whole, you know, woke attack sort of a thing, where they're trying to, you know, be culturally sensitive at the same time, you know, some people have got a problem with this a problem with that and they're trying to juggle the whole thing it's funny and it hits the nail on the head and i forget the name of the show but Anna gastire stars in it and it's about a car dealership or not dealership but a car manufacturing plant and um uh it's on peacock and uh, Tom,
1: I, it, comes I i you know and and i get the uh, republicans who are all you know anti-woke but they clutch their own pearls right i mean they get offended when, uh, you know, pick something when uh, Hillary Clinton calls some of them deplorables. Oh, they can't, you know, oh, my goodness, I'm so offended. Right. Um, so, I mean, we all play the game. I don't really, because you can offend me all you want. I don't care um, or try and offend me or whatever. Um, but well, I mean, it's, wait, 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 it,
0: when you do what we've done all these years, you've got pretty thick skin. Yeah, right. Right.
1: Exactly. So it's like, OK, you know, someone tells me I'm terrible. OK, fine. I agree with you. Um, but it's it was just it was. It was a piece of art. I thought it was really interesting. And I thought some of the, the things he changed, I was I didn't like. And some of the things he changed, I thought were great. And I thought the greatest line of the night was in Richard Thomas, when uh, Jim, the, the son, says to the dad, the Civil War was 70 years ago, dad. And Richard Thomas says "The Civil War was yesterday and the Civil War will always be yes- yesterday. That was a pretty good line.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on that note, on that note, we'll take another quick break here There on uh, with the big five fifty KTRS. Uh if you're listening on the podcast, we right just a second here, be right back in a second. But this is Beck and Millhaven just saying on the big five fifty KTRS. Three, two, one. We are back. We are back with uh, McGraw and I'm Tom Becker. And, um, you know, you were talking about uh, art and everything else we've been talking about. Uh, this sort of ties in somewhat, I would say. What do you make about the whole Dilbert controversy? <laughs>
1: um, here's what I think. I think um, newspapers have a right to do anything they want. And if, Dil- if these newspapers want to cancel Dilbert, they have every right to. Uh, I don't really get how this guy is. I I don't know why they say these things out loud. (laughs) I mean, What what did he think was going to happen when he said black people are a hate group and white people need to run as far away from them as possible? Yeah. I mean, he's insane, but, but I don't understand, by the way, I brought that up on the show and people were calling me racist for bringing it up on the show. They (laughs) somehow, they somehow thought I was a closet racist and I was, actually su- supporting dilbert by talking about this or the guy who 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 um who draws dilbert yeah, I, well, I, I've, n- I've never read a dilbert column i couldn't uh, a comic i couldn't tell you anything about him other than now i know he's insane but
0: well, I, I, don't I, know. I never i never thought dilbert was funny because i never had a job where i was tethered to a cubicle
1: Right now, maybe if I had, oh was that the whole was that the whole yeah it's
0: so it all about like office life and all of that. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I've worked for big corporations, but even in working for big corporations, I've had a lot of freedom of in and out of the office, doing things, meeting other people, not not being so uh, you know wrapped into uh, you know the the uh, corporate culture as such. Uh, but you know, people call that cancel culture. I don't. I don't call it cancel culture. i call it consequence culture. You know, okay. and that these are the kind, and I and I, I support all the newspapers and the syndicator for dropping them, because you know what, I don't want to be associated with a guy like that. You know, I don't well, want to be associated with a guy like that. Well, that was
1: that's what was weird about Ron DeSantis this 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 week and this guy's book that he has out, right? He, this whole book and the whole concept of the book is he's going to, you know, use government to force big business to do certain things. It was like, "Wait a minute! You're the leader of the Republican Party, and you have just wrote a book about how you want to use government and force big government to to sort of um, sort of comply with your philosophy." That is the definition of what you're supposed to be against.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I know, and uh, I did a Beckett's beat on that, and uh, I got uh, people, uh, you know, giving me grief over it, you know. And it's like, uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, okay, so so. Um, the consequence culture, where you had uh Scott, whatever is Scott Adams, I think it is, uh, yeah. the the uh, author of uh, Dilbert dealing with the consequences of his what he said, and Disney dealing with the consequences of what they said when they went after Ron DeSantis. Now, I support the uh private sector going after uh Dilbert with their wallets, and then I support that. I do not support the government going after a company because the company. Uh, had a different point of view on a social issue than the governor. Right. You know, and, and people that talk no, about right, right. conservatives no, I uh, yeah, actually, against this entirely. It's
1: so weird You're right. I would defend this guy, Scott Adams' right to say it. Yep. I would defend this man's right that if the government wanted to arrest him or if he was not allowed his social se- security check or anything that the government could do to punish him for what he said. I would be on Scott Adams' side. Yep. However, if Lee Newspapers wants to drop him for the insane comments he made, Lee Enterprises also has a right to do that as a business person. The government does not have a right to come in and tell Lee Publishing what they can and can't do, or Disney, or AT&T, or pick, pick your company. And... It would it's it being it's so weird that it would be like if a conservative came out and said, I'm for higher taxes, wrote a book and said, I'm for higher taxes. And we're like, wow, you know, cons- conservatives used to be for lower taxes. Now they're for higher taxes. That doesn't make any sense. And then we're called a liberal. It was like we're pointing out the fact that one of the tenets of the party was allowing businesses not to be uh, saddled with the woke culture of government. And yet, Ron DeSantis' whole platform is, I want to bring government to protect you from big businesses.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. And conversely, when you're saying you would defend Scott Adams in that situation, I would defend Ron DeSantis if he was going after Disney uh, you know, prior to the retaliation. Okay, but he's actually gone after him and said he's doing this because he's going after Disney and their quote unquote wokeness. I I cannot support that. If he thought that what Disney had was, um, uh, you know, too, uh, uh, too lucrative or too uh, uh, favoritism and that and wanted to uh, uh, take that away prior to this. Fine. You know, I have no problem with that.
1: Right. Right. If he's saying if he's saying Disney got too many tax benefits, they are a big corporation. They should pay like everybody else fine, I'm for it. But he's not saying that. He's saying, no. I'm going after you because you went after me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you're right. And these Republicans, these Republicans don't want to um, regulate. They don't want to regulate the trains carrying toxic waste, uh, you know, and that they don't want to regulate that, but they want to regulate what uh, an, an employer uh, does as far as how he treats his employees and uh, their uh, their views towards, uh, you know, uh, gay, lesbian, transgender people. It it just it just makes no. Why can't everybody be as smart as you and me, McGraw?
1: It's unbelievable. I know. Uh, I I said this on the show the other day, and I got a lot of grief for it as well. I said that if Donald Trump really wanted to be president again, he should have run as a Democrat. He should have run as a Democrat and started saying that uh, Kevin McCarthy is a fake and a fraud and a low energy. And go after the Josh Hollies of the world and the the the, the Ted Cruz's of the world and start being a, the Democratic champion and be a bully and the Democrats some Democrats would recoil in horror, some Democrats would embrace it, um, you know some are Republicans would embrace it, some are Republicans I would recoil in horror. But he he could change whatever whatever you know he was a Democrat before, he he was pro-choice before. Um, A lot of his same union stuff plays right into the Democratic side, and he would have been able to take on Joe Biden, and I bet you he would have done pretty well in the Democratic primaries.
0: I'm calling you out. I am calling you out because you started that whole uh, rant there about how you got a lot of grief when you said that Trump should run as a Democrat. Yeah. I'm calling you out because you knew you would get a lot of grief (laughs) by doing that, and you knew it would be good talk radio, and so therefore you said it. So, yeah, so don't don't go saying, like, you know, you know you you knew, oh, this will get the phones lit up. So that's, 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 look, it's part of the game that you play, and, and, and you know, it's, it's, I'm sure it was great talk radio. I didn't hear that segment, but I bet it was great talk radio. But well, you were going to get grief when you said it. Was,
1: knew, I knew, I I knew, but the truth is once, once Joe, uh, Trump comes out and starts bashing Kevin McCarthy and bashing all of the uh, Republicans— I bet you he would start to gain some democratic support because yeah he's a bully, but he's our bully.
0: Well, I, I, sad to say, but you're right in that some people just vote the continent after the name. Yeah. So, so you're right. You're right about that. You're right about that. Although I doubt that Donald Trump would be able to get the nomination. Although I don't know who else is in the running right now.
1: Well, you, you, you also you also said that about Donald Trump and the uh, Republican Party. I'll also say this at what are we recording this on a Wednesday morning, March 1st. I will tell you this. And again, I could be wrong. I was wrong once. Uh, I was maybe wrong twice. But I still think Joe Biden is not running for reelection.
0: I I don't disagree with you. Uh, It's a tough it's a tough dance because he has to keep on saying that he is. So it's not just a lame duck. On the other hand, let's face it, you know. Um, the guy's old. He's old. And he, but he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't said he's running.
1: It's now March 1st. It's now the beginning of March and he hasn't announced he's running for re-election. There's there's a reason why he hasn't announced. Yeah. I truly honestly believe he's not running. And he's waiting as long as possible to be relevant because the minute he says I'm not running, And he has to say it in such a way like I can finish out my term. I'm fine. But in, you know, however he words it, I got to say I got to step aside for the next generation.
0: As you uh, read uh, some of the, uh, you know, the political uh, tea leaves and some of the inside stuff that, you know, most people don't uh, don't focus on. uh, There are Democrats behind the scenes that are thinking that exact same thing and they're getting their ducks. No, they're
1: I think they're hoping he doesn't run
0: well, I think they're getting their ducks in a row in case he doesn't run. Okay, and I think that's what it, I think that, you know, they're talking, they're talking to the donors, they're talking to the money people, they're talking to the uh, um, the consultants and just saying, okay, what if and trying to have everything in place so in case it does open up, uh, they'll be ready to go.
1: He's also doing a disservice to the, to the Democratic Party in a sense that that way, right? You You are, you're holding the placeholder, we're holding the placeholder for you, and you're not your it, your intention, your intentions are to run, but you're not officially running yet. And so each day that goes by and he doesn't say he's running uh, and doesn't have the big kickoff deal, he's not he's not running. He's going to be 82 when he's done. He'll be 86 at the second term. And I don't care who you are being an 82 year old running for president. That is a tough that's a tough gig for anybody, especially if he's running against a Ron DeSantis or a Nikki Haley, or, uh, you know, pick a moderate Democrat. I mean, that's awful hard for anybody just in terms of an 82-year-old man or a 50-year-old man.
0: Although, although woman. after the State of the Union address and then after his visit to Ukraine, his approval rating has gone up. And yeah. Yeah, speaking about uh, going up, our time is up. We are out of time. Uh, as always, been a pleasure talking to you. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll do this again soon, all right?
1: Hey, uh, first of all, uh, call off your um, your uh, bill collector. I just sent you a, a Venmo of.
0: I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, call off your uh, call off
0: your attack. I, I don't know that we need to be talking about you know our our, uh, our financial situation here. On our the, high our finances. Accounts.
1: Secondly, what what are you going to bring me back from uh, Wales?
0: I'm not going to Wales. I'm going. I'm going to Scotland and England. What are you going to bring me back from Scotland? Well, I said, I said I'd bring him back a kilt, but you walk around in dresses anyway, so I don't. There uh, you oh, go. Oh. There you go. Thank My you. Choice. Good night. I'm here all week. I'm of, I got to run. We're out of time. We're out of time. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about this off the air. So
1: all right. Don't forget, don't forget. Don't your. Um, don't pack your hormone blockers in your checked baggage.
0: What the? You are just one weird. You are just one weird.
1: Thank you. S O B. Good night, everybody. Yeah, as he told me
0: one time, as he told me one time, you should hear the things in my head I don't say.
1: I left Tom Becker speechless. There's a first. Bye, y'all. Go long, everybody.
0: Ahura Media
1: Production.